two. Good afternoon or good morning or good evening, wherever you're joining us from. This is the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Wednesday, the 30th of January, 2019. Um, this is episode number 77, and I am your co-host, Edwin Frondozo. Um, the Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live call-in radio show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you pers personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. Super excited to introduce my co-host today. Her name is Alexis Dean. She's the lead steward of Dovetail, which is a global community on a mission to advance female entrepreneurship through generosity, collaboration, education, and unforgettable shared experiences. Prior to launching Dovetail, Alexis worked around the world as an entrepreneur, a facilitator, educator, and adventure travel guide. I thought it would be a great idea to talk about conferences, um, specifically because it's the beginning of the year. Many business leaders, entrepreneurs are always thinking where to expand their network, where they could grow their business. So I thought Alexis and I thought it would be a great idea to to talk about conferences and and really why it's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh, want to talk about not going to conferences. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so if you are joining us live, have any questions um, with Alexis or me, feel free to just write it in the browser below. We will get to the questions. I'd love to have you join the conversation. Alexis, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Edwin. It's, uh, it's a real treat. No, <laughs> yeah, no, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. I know um, before we went live on air, everyone who's listening, I was telling Alexis that I, I'm surprised we haven't met in real life because literally I have, we probably have, and this is not Facebook shared connections or LinkedIn. This, we have in real life shared friends and literally I think almost a dozen people. So <laughs> it, I it, think it, even it, more than that. I mean, Toronto is really such a small town in a big city. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially when you're, I guess, flying with similar birds, right? Dovetail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Bring on the bird analogy. <laughs> exactly. I had to. I had That's to. That's we can just walk together. Exactly. I had to. Well, I love it. I love it. What? Well, why don't we just, ladies? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Why don't we just start there? Because because we made the analogy. Like, what? Yeah. what, what what's a dovetail? What is a dovetail? Okay, so uh, if you look at the literally like the tail of a dove bird, um, and you look at how the feathers overlap, they interconnect in this really, really beautiful way that people don't typically look at the tail of a bird because you know it's kind of weird. But <laughs> that uh, interconnection, I guess, like a long, long time ago, like hundreds of years ago, carpenters looked at that and realized how perfectly they fit together, and so they created what's called a dovetail joint. So it's commonly used in log cabins and tables and some other furniture pieces. And a dovetail joint, um, you know, if you look at the corner of a log cabin, how all the logs sort of just fit together and they don't use necessarily like a lot of nails and screws and things, they just kind of overlap and fit. It's a symbol of interconnection as well. So uh, a dovetail in our case is an interconnection of all of these incredible female entrepreneurs and all of these communities of female entrepreneurs. 
That is, I love that. That's like a hashtag today I learned. <laughs> I never knew that um, when you looked at carpenters or carpenters looked at um, birds <laughs> from, from the birds, right? Like this yeah. is something that, you know, it's everyday things. And you know, and, and as I was saying that, I'm like, of course, we we copy nature. Nature's totally. <laughs> of course we do. Like what inventions like that. Like Velcro is like that too. Like Velcro straight out of nature. Somebody really? just it. like yeah, yeah. There, there's a I can't remember the name of the plant now, but I remember I went to um I went to teacher co teachers college with some people that were like ecologists and they were really into this. And I can't even remember what you call it. I probably should know, but where you look at nature and then and then people have invented products and things that come from that. There's actually a couple of plants that hooked together like Velcro. And so when they developed Velcro, it came from that. That is super cool. Like That's biomimicry or something. It's called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is super cool. What um so why is that concept of overlapping, um, whether it's in nature or or even in relationships, why is that important to you? And, and um, why should it matter to everyone else? Yeah. Well, my friend Jason Gaynor likes to say that we are all community made. Um, and then none of us really do it alone. And I think even when people say like, well, I'm self-made, I did it all on my own. Really? Like there are always, there's always somebody working with you, supporting you, whether it's an employee or a family member, somebody has really helped you to get to where you are. Um, and so for me, like I built Dovetail and started this community and now I'm growing it because I realized the power of having that community and that support. And, and for us, it's, you know, having an army of incredible female entrepreneurs beside you, um, supporting you. It's just, it's huge. So, and I think there's also, all these great communities of women entrepreneurs that are a little bit spread out across the GTA and just in different areas and, you know, women's co-working spaces and just other women's groups that have entrepreneurs. And I think to be able to bring them all together and whether they're women in tech or women in construction or women in winemaking or whatever they all are to be able to connect all of us, I think is, uh, is pretty cool. So that That's super good. And before we get into the, the, uh, the topic of conferences, I'm curious, Alexis, like why, did you start the dovetail movement or the dovetail community? It's so funny because I, I was just talking to another friend this morning and she's like, I think it's a movement. And I was like, that seems a little big, but okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> you gotta um, you gotta run with it. Yeah, well, it really just or fly, fly. <laughs> fly just with it. Let's keep it up here, Edwin. <laughs> keep with the bird analogies. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take off flying with this one. So it really started as not even a community, it just started as an event where I had been at some other conferences in particular one. Um, so I started Dovetail about a year and a half ago. And just before that, I'd been at this, this bigger event and uh, it was a lot of founders, but there were hardly any female founders there. And like a lot of great businesses, this started with a little bit of frustration on my end. I really wasn't seeing the woman that I really wanted to connect with, that I wanted to to have a community of these amazing women doing big things in the world. I wasn't seeing them at these events and I wasn't seeing them highlighted on stage the way I'd like to see them highlighted. And also I just wasn't finding a place like to actually make friends with them. Cause I don't mm -hmm. wanna just like see people speak on stage and then go line up to talk to them afterwards. So that's awkward. Um, I, really I, just, hate, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Nobody likes that. As speakers, we don't like it. As audience members, we don't like it. It just needs to stop. It's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. So I really just wanted to create an environment where no matter who you are, 
um, you know, you're coming together and in support of, um, of other female entrepreneurs. So the first one was just me thinking like, okay, well I have access to this place for a weekend. We've got 25 spots and it was a lodge up in Muskoka and I was like, let's do it. So I just invited women that I thought were awesome and got them to come up and it was, just I don't know why they came because it was February last year and it was like minus 35 Celsius. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it just went from this this weekend with 25 women and all of a sudden people that were coming were like, oh can I what about so and so? Have you met her yet? Can I introduce you to her? And uh, before we know it we had sold out completely. We had to get an extra couple of cabins at the camp next door and we had 50 women. Um and that just evolved into what is now Dovetail Summit. So we kind of streamlined a little bit and now we host 50 women from our summit community every year. Um, we're on to our third one this spring and uh, our summit ladies are those who are kind of at the peak of their career or very close to it. They're looking for peership. They've been in their industry a while. They're really niche experts. And for them, it's not as much about like really hardcore business, like, okay, I really need this information. Otherwise my business is gonna fail and I need desperately need support. Um, it's more about the peership and the connections and learning something different and maybe having a couple of like interesting aha moments and really just of having a whole amazing, I hate the word network, but network or, or sisterhood or community of people that are just like you in a way. Whether they're yeah. from a different industry or not, they just understand you. And then our base camp came out of that because we had all these amazing women who were earlier stage in their business in the growth and scale stage. And they were like, well, can we come? And we didn't have space for them. And also know that you need different things at different stages of business. So we built base camp out of that. Very cool. I mean, it's super yeah. exciting. And and like I said, due to our common, our common friends, uh, congratulations and on all the success it's an amazing community that you're growing i only hear good things so <laughs> so it's definitely it's definitely flying down the wind <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> oh, yes. it's non-stop <laughs> it's non-stop i love it i think you did it on purpose um yes, yes i did there's just so many <laughs> so yeah. many cheesy birds <laughs> it's so good um if you're just joining us live what we're talking about is um specifically conferences live in-person events um, and we're going to get into the in, into why or why not we should be spending our time and with that alexis what what why do you personally think successful entrepreneurs and, and maybe why why we frame it as successful entrepreneurs why should they stop wasting time and money at conferences <laughs> <laughs> um I think maybe we can start with what do you love about conferences? Maybe you can you can answer that one first, and then we can kind of jump from there. What do you think? Um, like what are so some it, things? I love some things about conferences. Yeah, too. so what I'll tell you. you I'll tell you, but what I could think of two things why I love conferences, and maybe this is me being a tech person. Mm -hmm. The like going to like CES for again, so Consumer Electronic right. in Las Vegas. I'm such a geek. I like to learn and see what's actually super new. So there's no networking involved to me. It's just mm -hmm. me filling my geek child in me <laughs> to check out new stuff. And when I was a new entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur, or trying to find tech, new tech solutions, going to conferences was about seeing what cool things people were doing. And maybe there's a way to collaborate or take what they're doing. And do so that's me being a tech person mm -hmm. and really just want to learn what people are doing and maybe this is might age me and th it, this could be you know it was 
that's where you learn new things going to conferences now you could just look on the internet social media <laughs> people are throwing it down your face um yeah. <laughs> but i think ultimately for me originally conferences was to learn new tech things and the mm -hmm. second thing was what i learned being an entrepreneur for almost 15 years now is the random people you meet so going with no agenda going if my agenda is to learn new things um the byproduct was actually meeting cool people randomly. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's what I like about conferences. Of course, as, as my career went as an entrepreneur, I understood going to conferences to meet like-minded people, to find where your customers are, go there. So it became more of a job right. versus something <laughs> going to find cool things. Right. So, right. so that's, uh, it became, it became like a, an essential task, uh, task i guess or project or whatever you mm -hmm. want to say an essential part of your business business building so that i don't know if i answered the question but yeah totally and i i completely agree with those maybe those two i think you know ces and maybe a couple of others are sort of exemptions there where you are really learning about new tech that you that might not have been released elsewhere um that you might not be able to find all of those things online just yet so that might be like the first release of something so that's pretty cool um and then like the randomness and and going with no agenda and meeting cool people uh, yeah yeah I, I guess i could understand that one <laughs> and i think for me just over the past few years you know i have another business as well and and going to a bunch of conferences and going to conferences in the states and in canada um i just started to realize that for me in my industry, like learning about the new tech was not really a priority. Um, but as far as like the connections that I was making at conferences, I just wasn't, there was really minimal depth to them. And I felt like there, there's kind of just a whole list of things. Actually, I probably have at least five reasons why I have pretty much decided not to go to typical business conferences, so unless there's something around them that that's like something like a community around them that i can engage with whether it's like dinners or something like that yeah no and and, and i fully agree i and just just to put it out there i haven't gone to a conference unless i'm speaking <laughs> in a very long time right or or there's some or there's like a strategic partner that i'm working with and i and i got right. personally invited right yeah. but otherwise i don't i don't look for places really to go unless unless i understand what's happening or i need it or or whatnot, but uh, I'm just putting it out there. I, I wanted to ask, since you said five things, what, what's your yeah. number one reason why 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 you don't like why? going to conferences? Yeah. yeah, it's that connection piece. You know, Dovetail is all about connection and interconnection among communities, and I just find you know the business card brigade is out and about in full force at a lot of conferences and. People are just there with their cards and their suits, and they're just gonna get what they need. And it's like looking over your shoulder to see if the most important person in the room is there or not. And, you know, much less about actually wanting to get to know you as a human and do business from a human perspective, as it is, it seems to be at a lot of places, uh, a much more surface level thing. And it's about what your job title is and whether or not you are useful to that individual. So it's really hard to find a typical conference where you're able to get to. Uh, a space where you're just two people connecting and, and building a, a friendship or a relationship that could have evolved into a great business opportunity or couldn't, you know, you never know. Um, and I find it hard to get to that at conferences. So, and it sounds like you can kind of relate because you're no longer going to them either to, to create relationships. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I mean, I still do. Like, like I said, the fun part is the randomness, no agendas. So, so that's always good. But I'm sure you and people listening is it takes a lot of time and there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of work waiting for me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it really has to be worth it. And yes. that's another thing. And like with dovetail, you know, we really, I mean, we really, really try to make it as worth it as possible for people to be giving up their time and their investment and, you know, to be making that commitment to being with our community. I think um, for us, what we've learned is is much more about like the the worth it is not necessarily like I'm going to come away with 10 new business cards and 10 new deals on the table. The worth it is I'm going to come away with, you know, this whole community of support that is going to support me year round that, you know, like I've had women say within like the first week afterwards, just based on the real relationships they have, like their businesses have changed, things have just blown up for them. The opportunities they're getting are just enormous. And, you know, you can't really put a dollar amount on that. And, uh, and I think that comes from it being much more about the humans behind it. So, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For, for <laughs> sure. If you're just joining us live, what we're talking about is is conferences, the pros and cons of going to conferences, uh, and and why should uh, and why why we actually enjoyed it. I mean, I mean, obviously, we did talk about probably the initial reasons why we go some cool conferences that are still worth it. Um, as a fan, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, but why? Maybe why like Comic Con? <laughs> oh, you know what? You're like a Comic Con person. I, I think see, that's like. You know, I secretly like would would love to check that out just for fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, but that's like you're saying, like CES and Comic Con. I mean, those are things that you you might not get that experience out of just being part of a a really well curated community of awesome entrepreneurs. Um, but I think that's like out of the, the dozens and dozens of, I mean, hundreds of conferences that are happening any given season. I think oh those are. I don't I even, I wouldn't even know where to start. So that's the funny thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. Um, question for you, Alexi. Okay. So now, so now we're establishing in terms of the conferences. I, I want to go back to dovetail. I, I want to know why, why did you build, I think, and you talked about it real quickly, um, but why did you build that community that's exclusively for people who identify as women? And and why why not men? Why why don't you like me? <laughs> I get this question all the time. <laughs> I've answered it twice already today. Yeah. I love men. I <laughs> um, I really love men. <laughs> but, and um, I grew up as an athlete. I have a brother. I have lots of guy friends, and you know I really do. Uh, I love guys. I just found that, as I, I briefly mentioned there, that I was in a place where I wasn't seeing the woman around me that I really wanted to be like. And I'm, you know, I'm a real believer that if you can see it, you can be it. Um, and that you need to be able to see yourself in those people that that are um, sort of like the stars in your world. And uh, yeah, I wasn't seeing that. And I also just wasn't seeing communities like this happening. And I think there's a need for it. A lot of our women say like, yes, it's amazing to go to these other events that are co-ed or these other communities that are co-ed and and I totally in my industry and I love what they're doing um, and I just think we provide a really unique environment where it is not about the speakers on the stage it's not about you know one woman or five women who are are featured all over the website it's just about every single woman there and it's a real environment where there are no ulterior motives ever 
ever. Like it's a no pitch environment. It is, there's just nothing untowards ever happening. And really our ladies come and they, the first day they show up and maybe they're like a little bit done up, but we do this at private lodges and, and away from, uh, away from the rest of the world. And by the end of the weekend, they're so comfortable that people haven't worn makeup in four days and they're just completely letting down their hair. And I, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't think that that same level of just extreme comfort and just being able to let it all out and be totally open and talk about all of the things. I don't think that same depth happens right now in those other environments. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like our ladies get into some pretty intense relationship conversations about their marriages and, and sex and parenting and momming and entrepreneurship. And I mean, that's not all it is, but there's a lot of things that um, they just might not talk about as openly in mixed company or that they wouldn't just feel comfortable as comfortable talking about, um, for some reason. And I just think eventually we will be including people who identify as men in Dovetail. Um, and just for right now, I think there's still a need for this space for uh, our people who identify as women. And that includes all people who identify as women. We have you know transgender women in the community and members of the LGBTQT plus community. And, um, and yeah, it's just that it is something that our ladies are wanting and needing right now. And that's why it is the way it is for now. No, it's it's great, and and I know there's also a rise in men only father entrepreneurs. I, I have a friend, maybe maybe you know him, Tuan Nu, and in, out of Ottawa, he runs a lot of awesome biz dad communities, and he says the same thing. Where you have these successful, I'm part of his communities as well, oh, yeah. and uh, he um, where it's these men who are entrepreneurs, and they they need to talk with other men entrepreneurs who are fathers even right how difficult right. it is or or you know if you're if your business takes you traveling away around the world and how difficult it is and and it could get deep and intimate too right <laughs> it's uh it, i can't even imagine what happens in different in the different s side of the the sex gender line right <laughs> yeah so it's uh, i yeah. mean it's important these communities are important i just wanted to ask it and, and put it out there to to, to really you know, make it final because as you mentioned, it's not the first time you answered that today. No, and I totally <laughs> understand because if you'd asked me two years ago, like, oh, do you want to join a community of female entrepreneurs? I would have been like, that is garbage. I can play with the big boys. You know, why are we segregating ourselves and, you know, like we're really going to negatively impact female entrepreneurship, but we all just decide to go off by ourselves. And that is not the idea whatsoever. I think that by having this community and learning what it feels like to be surrounded by these women over the past year, um, you know, they've not only become a huge part of my business now, but they're genuinely some of my closest friends and having that support and having that, that real connection has made such an enormous difference in my life. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we're not sitting around hating on men. It just means that I think it's really important that female entrepreneurs learn to see each other as co-collaborators and provide a united front and to work together for better equality in the workplace. Um, and then we can look at how we're going to integrate men into that. Um, but I think kind of first and foremost, we're really looking for that collaborative spirit and that real community and, and presenting as a united front. I think there are still so many women that don't think that there are enough seats at the table for everyone to have a space. You know, they want to be, um, you know, in that seat on Dragon's Den as a dragon. And so you can't have all these other women coming up and, and looking for that seat too. So there's still this, this competitiveness that is out there, despite the fact that people are giving lip service 
to, oh, collaboration over competition, and yet they're still cutting other women down. So I think before we get to a space where we can fully integrate people who identify as men into the community, we really need to be presenting a united front. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Well, I appreciate the hard work, and, and, and it's important, uh, like I said, if you are just joining us live, what we're talking about is conferences, uh, why it may or may not be <laughs> a waste of time, <laughs> and, and why you need to get more into intimate relationships to build up those networks and provide impact. I wanted to take out a big shout-out to a common friend of ours. We mentioned it, her before, Teresa Lareko. I have her in a Slack route. I said that she needs to join um, because she 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 posted to me because she was heading into a meeting, Alexa. She's like, obviously, I don't agree <laughs> with the conferences. <laughs> so our friend Teresa actually hosts a conference, um, but she she finds you know events like Summit at this. This is what she actually wrote: events at Summit at the Sea, Mastermind Talks, etc. Are hugely valuable, but at the end of the day, it's the deep and meaningful connections and post-event action that makes the difference. Um, so it depends on the person almost, right? It, maybe that's what she's saying. If you're going to these conferences, you got to really try to get the most out of it. Yeah, I think my argument is just that, you know, and I know Teresa's conference, and this is not to to cut down any one in particular, and I hope she's not taking it personally. I don't, um, I doubt she is. <laughs> she had a big ha, 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 after don't agree. I think the point is it's very difficult to make those really deep, genuine connections at a conference with a thousand people or a few hundred people even, um, where you're sitting in a conference hall listening to speakers most of the day, and then where you get to like the brief networking time or the after party with loud music and drinks and stuff um, to have that depth. Whereas, um, you know, as she mentioned, like MMT or Baby Bathwater or Dovetail Summit, these communities, you know, we spend a lot longer together. We have smaller groups, we do masterminds. And we still learn from, you know, we have fireside talks and we have workshops and breakout sessions and everything else, but it's so much more of an opportunity for that real depth of connection. So rather than like networking, it's kind of cheesy, but it's almost like really just like friend connections, like it's, friend making, it's, not, yeah. net, not networking, friend making. Exactly. And it's, but it's like <laughs> real, you know, it's not like networking, like I'm going to slap my business card at you and we're going to do a deal. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Humans. So yeah, I mean, I support what she does with social aid, but I think it's just a different type of event and it's not for everybody. So hundred percent, hundred percent. 100%. I mean, the, the, there's a mix for everything. I just, I, t I told Teresa because she's like, I, I would love to join, but I'm like, well, I'm going to shout you out. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are listening to this, Teresa, what's up? <laughs> um, I got a, one question for those who may be listening um, because we do get business leaders, people who are looking to do new things. How can other people or what tips do you have, uh, Alexis, for those who are, are looking to start or build a community for themselves and their business? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's some really great communities to join um, already. <laughs> and if none of those are a possibility, I mean, Basecamp for us is women who are making in the six figure range. And so we kind of divide that group up to those that have like revenue in the low six to those that have revenue in the higher six. Um, but if people are like really early days in their business, um, there are a couple of other really great mentors out there that have groups. Um, I can give you information afterwards because right now their names are flying out of my head. Um, so paid groups are, are a possibility. What I did when I first started was I just started going to events and I would not be there to like meet a dozen people or, you know, a hundred people, even if there were that many people in the room. I really just wanted to meet like one or two people that I really connected with. And 
And I asked them to hang out afterwards. And, and I wasn't disappointed if I went to an event with like 300 people and I met one person who seemed like they could be like an actual friend. That was a great event for me. That was a great success. And I stopped seeing bigger events like that as like, okay, I've got to get out there and like, you know, meet all these people and just I really, really aim for smaller connections. So, um, you know, if Dovetail Basecamp or Summit, if you have a bigger business, isn't a good fit. Or if you're a guy, there's lots of other great communities that are out there and if none of those are possible for you just yet with where you're at in your business then go to those bigger events go to social aid or other conferences and just make it your mission to to build a connection with maybe one or two people and go from there and then those people will know people and yeah and be generally interested in yeah. these people right i mean yeah. i I mean, I'm, I may be a go, uh, a go getter because I always say if I meet three friends, new yeah. friends, it's a super success. Like that's my only goal when I go out of my house, I think. Let me try to meet three new friends. I don't know how to do that, but no, I do. But I mean, it's, <laughs> all about, do. <laughs> it's all about listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're just joining us live, we've got a couple more minutes left. Oh, what's up to Anu from Toronto? She said she said what's up on, on the uh, – Hey, on, on the browser. Thanks for joining us. Um, so if you have any last minute questions, what we were talking about is conferences, um, you know, small, intimate, making friends one to two. I mean, I'm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think what we're talking about is real communities over conferences. I mean, we could even retitle this that. <laughs> I know, community conferences. greater than conferences. Look, yes. right, I'll, I'll type it in right yeah. now. Uh, over conferences. And I think, like, there's just so many advantages. Um, and But the reason I asked you, like, what you love about conferences is because, you know, I'm not saying every conference is, is a terrible thing. I just think that uh, the communities are. Or where is that right now? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes, if you have yeah, well, yours is number one in my book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, any last more questions, or if you're listening to it on the replay, let me know. Uh, reach out to me, Edwin at thebusinessleadership.com. Uh, if it's for me, if it's for Alexi, I'll definitely Alexis. I'll definitely connect you accordingly. I'll hunt her down on Twitter because she loves Twitter. <laughs> yes, no, just... I'm now back on the tweeting. Tweetorama <laughs> over here. So sorry. <laughs> you're so funny. I'm audience like full confession i went off twitter for like a year it um just was there was too much social media happening in my life and so i went off and i had uh some of my team members doing you know or instagram and that kind of thing and now i'm just i'm rejoining so if you're out there in the twitterverse i'm at alexis may dean m-a-e-d-e-a -E. yeah i i spelled I like me wrong earlier <laughs> it was a whole mess it was a and hot my mess. middle initials i'm not really from the country but i sound like <laughs> yeah you can be you can be um, alexis i we're having a blast here. I feel like we could talk all day and just like have a 24 seven hour chat, about <laughs> live, live chat. chat. Um, <laughs> I'd love it if you could share any final tips to our, uh, look, Alexa just thought I was talking to her in here. Oh, that happens all the time when I'm on the phone with people. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I was, uh, I was going to see if you had any final thoughts for, for the emerging business leader, entrepreneur who's listening to today. Um, it could be any actual recommendation. It doesn't even have to be, on the topic we have anything that maybe it's burning inside or maybe any tips that you could share with us today. Yeah. I think the fastest way to advance your business and improve your life is to surround yourself with people that you really want to be like, um, you know, I have great old friends from school, but um, this past year surrounding myself with, with female business owners that are crushing it has made the biggest difference in my life. Um, so yeah, that's my advice is just connect yourself with and surround yourself with those people that you genuinely want to, want to grow into. 
Um, and don't be afraid to like reach out and, and meet them at different events. And if you are a person who identifies as a female entrepreneur, uh, come check us out and uh, join us at Basecamp or at Summit. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah, definitely surround yourself. Uh, what, what, what's the what's the saying? Uh, birds you of are the, the average of oh, birds <laughs> of <laughs> together. Oh, boom, boom! You are full of the puns today. Good times all around. <laughs> Alexis, where can we find more information about you, Dovetail Summits, or anything else you'd like to share with us today? Yes, we are at uh, Dovetail Community. And it's like a dot community. So dovetail.community is our website. And uh, also dovetailsummits.com. Um, and you'll have those links, I'm sure, on this. So come check us out, www.dovetail.community. Awesome. I know we're there. Yeah. Great. Well, Alexis, this was definitely an absolute pleasure. I had a blast. Super fun. Um, I definitely want to invite you back to co-host and we could talk about a different topic. That's something that people need to hear or need to learn from us. Um, let, let's, let's make that happen. But thank you again for your time uh, and uh, have an amazing day. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much for having me on. It was a real treat. Good times. Great. We'll talk soon, Alexis. All right. Cheers. Thanks. This was the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. Happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast, the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey, their experience when it comes to business leadership. New episode drops every Tuesday. You could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Have a fantastic day. Edwin signing off.